when was the last time you told your audience flat out what your offer is? If the answer is, I don't remember, or even last week, you need to listen to this episode because that could be only one of the reasons why you haven't been getting clients consistently. I made six figures before hitting 1,000 followers on any of my platforms, and I want you to do the same, which means you have to learn from my mistakes in my first year and move quickly into where I am now, routinely getting clients whenever I want because I have learned the hard way not to do the three things I'm going to tell you about today. Hi, I'm your host, Ina Coveney. Every Monday, I bring you an interview with a successful online coach where we uncover their true startup story and we wrap it up with a companion episode on Thursdays, this one right here, where I teach you three things that our guest is doing very right in their business and you should start doing right now. And at this moment, we are in the off season. This means that I'm hard at work recording all those interviews from the top coaches you want to hear from. So until the next season kicks off, it will just be you and me every Thursday to keep your business moving. And today, our focus will be on three things you can start doing right now to speed up the monetization process of your small audience. And because I couldn't help myself, I tacked on two bonus mistakes at the end that will make the biggest difference for you this year. And if you're listening on Apple Podcasts while wondering what's an off season anyway, and when will when will the next season begin? I love your excitement. The answer is... Is May 2022. You'll want to keep your ears perked for more amazing interviews in May of 2022. And now that I answered your burning question, please head over to the review section and leave us a five-star review and say something nice. It really helps support the show. And thanks. Welcome to The Global Phenomenon, the podcast about online coaching, the inspiring new career path responsible for multiple self-made millionaires, opening the doors for experts and professionals like you and me to stop living paycheck to paycheck and design a rich and abundant life with one purpose, to help others. I'm your host, Ina Coveney, six-figure entrepreneur and business coach. Listen for lessons and strategies that will turn you into the next global phenomenon. Today's episode begins now. Today, we're going to talk about five common mistakes that you're probably making in keeping your business small. And I'll tell you right now, these tips that I'm going to give you today are directly extracted from conversations with clients. So I know that these are things that have come up to you or maybe you've already thought them, but you've never thought about them in the way that I'm about to present them to you. Maybe there is a mindset block that is happening with one of these things and you haven't really figured out or hashed out yet. We're going to figure that out together today. And by the way, I'm going to start the way that I usually start my master classes, which is by telling you to just for the next 20 minutes or whatever this the length of this podcast episode is, I want you to just suspend all belief, right? I want you to trust me. I want you to believe that what I'm about to tell you is just the absolute truth of the world, okay? After the podcast is over, 
you're free to go back to believing what you believe, to back to your mindset blocks. But I want you to start from a point of open acceptance of a brand new idea. This is how we get over blocks, by switching our beliefs. They're beliefs for a reason, okay? I believe that people are out to get me, right? So for this moment in time, I'm going to accept that the opposite is true, right? I'm going to accept that no, people are not out to get me, right? I'm going to accept that people are not, people don't think of me as a salesy, sleazy person, right? People don't think of me as, whatever is that you need to tell yourself, we're gonna start telling that to ourselves for the next 20 minutes, okay? So I need you to believe that every single thing I'm gonna tell you is true. Okay, that's the only way we can start to change our own minds and therefore our own behaviors around our business. So let me set the stage here. I am specifically going to be talking about your online coaching business where you might not be getting clients yet or where you are putting yourself out there and you're posting every day and you are doing reels and you are putting yourself out there vulnerably, but yet you still don't get clients on a consistent basis, okay? So what is happening there? If you are online all the time, why aren't people just knocking on your door telling you they want to work with you? The tips I'm about to share with you are going to change that, but they're not magical. These are changes in your belief system that you are the only person responsible for putting into place, okay? For actually believing. So I'm gonna help you with the initial thought, but it's up to you to bring that point home and to get your brain to actually believe it so that you can start acting on it, okay? So why don't we start? I'm just gonna dive straight in because in these podcast episodes, I like to give you three things that you should start doing now. But in this episode, I went the distance. I'm going to give you two more, two bonus tips that are really going to make the difference. Okay, so we're really going to be counting five. Okay, this is a, this is going to be an oddball, but in a good way, in, a, in the positive sense. Okay, you're going to get a net positive at the end. Why don't we start with the first one? And that is that you are waiting until you have a larger audience to make an offer. And I know this because I've been there. I remember when I started my Facebook group back in 2018. My my first Facebook group, it was called A Life Without Regret. And it was all about helping people think differently so they can start to take control of their lives and really do what they were meant to do in the world. Very vague, right? It wasn't even like, I wasn't even thinking business necessarily, or maybe I was, I just wasn't including it in my message. It was a very vague idea of, I want people who want to live life without regret. That's all I want. But I wasn't selling them anything. I was there just, quote unquote, building my brand. I was just there just building an audience, just building a community, just grouping people that will want to hang out with me. And I wasn't making any offers. It was as if for the first six months, I didn't even want clients. 
And in fact, that's something that I came to realize. It was October of that year, October of 2018. I had started my business February 8th, right? October. I, I found myself in Newark, New Jersey with a group of people in a mastermind where they asked us, what is the biggest problem in your business? And you guys, I kid you not, I said this out loud. I don't want clients. Figure that one out. I had started my business like eight months, nine months earlier. And I was still telling myself that I didn't want clients. That clients just meant more problems. More clients, more issues. More clients, more personalities to deal with. More clients, the more my time will be blocked. I have two young kids. I don't have time for any, I don't have time for clients. I don't want clients. So I, for some reason I was waiting for that audience to grow. And if the audience grew, then that was validation for me to try to sell them something. And I didn't know what that was yet because clearly I didn't want to work with anybody. You guys, do you see a problem here? Do you see how this can be a block in growing a business? The fact that I couldn't even say out loud that I really wanted to have clients. Now, if that's not where you are right now, if you're saying to yourself, no, 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 Ina, I do want clients, I do want clients. What I want you to suspend, that's the, that's the suspension of belief for a moment, right? If you think to yourself right now, no, 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 I do want clients. I just want you to suspend belief for a moment and to think, is there anything that I'm saying that is resonating with you? Have you felt at any point fear that the more clients you get, the less time you're going to have, that the more clients you get, the more problems you're going to have, the more ridiculous personalities you'll have to deal with, the more uh, stress you're going to have in your life. Have any of those thoughts come in your mind at all? This is the part where we stop lying to ourselves and we start putting our cards on the table. And we start to say, do we really want clients? And if the answer is, oh, I'm at like a 75%, I do want clients, but I don't really. That is something to work on. That should be one of your main goals for 2022 is to figure out why that is. Is to figure out what is this belief preventing me from achieving? And what can I do about it? So I'm going to tell you in my case, in my case, because I was waiting to grow that audience as a proof that maybe people would want something from me. What I did was I listened to somebody who was talking to me the way that I'm talking to you. And they told me flat out, Ina, you need to get clients. <laughs> they told me, Ina, have you thought of doing one-on-one? -on -one? And it's not like I hadn't thought about it before. I was working with a coach. I knew what one-on-one -on -one was. I was like, okay, just because you said so, I'm going to try. And actually, I ended up getting my first client completely by me just posting online and them saying, I resonate with it. Can you help me with this? That's how it happened, right? 
So what are some things that are that are you are stopping yourself from doing because you have this belief that you don't really want clients or that clients will mean a change that you don't want, a change that would not be welcome in your life? Think about that one. So that's mistake number one, common mistake number one, that is keeping your business small. Do you really want clients or not? And if not, why not? And if not, what are you going to do about it? It's number one. Think about it. That's a big one. Let's go to mistake number two. (laughs) And this one came straight from a client, you guys. And that is you are not sending nearly enough emails with your offer in them. This came straight from a client. I was having a conversation with her and I'm going to be honest with you. At first, I didn't quite get it. I didn't understand what the problem was. Uh, She came to me and she said, I feel bad sending emails to people who signed up for my masterclass with my offer because that's not what they signed up for. They signed up for my masterclass, not for my offer. So now I'm sending emails about my offer. That seems a little sleazy. And to tell you the truth, it took me a, a, a minute to understand what she was saying. Uh, because to me, you know, it's, it's just something that is completely obvious to me now is if somebody signs up for my masterclass and I'm going to send them emails about my offer, but it's not because it's just, that's just what you do. It's because my masterclass is directly related to my offer. My masterclass, the one that I teach is get clients with a tiny audience and my program get clients first is the program for coaches to get clients with a tiny audience. That is how I help them do it. I don't help them achieve it through my masterclass. My masterclass is not a free, all-encompassing training. My masterclass is a way for them to see and to realize what is it that they need so that I can help them with with what is really going to help them. A free masterclass is not gonna get you very far, but I have an entire course with the step-by-step for how to put yourself out there with a small audience. I know that that course is going to help you. It gives you space. It gives you everything you need to do. It gives you the community so you can start working through those mind blocks. I know that my program is going to work for you. Just like I also know that just watching the masterclass is not gonna give you that kind of transformation. I know that. She was having a little bit of trouble realizing that your masterclass and your offer are directly related. So when I told her, why are you not offering your offer to people who signed up for the masterclass? She said, that's not what people signed up for. So I had to kind of shake her brain a little bit and tell her like, actually, yes, it is. They signed up for your masterclass because they have a problem that they need solved. Your offer solves that problem. Your masterclass introduces them to that solution. Therefore, how many logical steps should I be putting in here? Therefore, sending them emails about your offer is the only logical way to help them. And then that's when it kind of like the light bulb flash like came up in her mind. It's like, oh, the masterclass is the lead into the offer. I'm like, yes, I know she knew that. I know she understood that already, but it took her really seeing that when people sign up for your masterclass, they're actually signing up for your, like to learn more about your offer. That's what it is. So 
this common mistake is something that is probably happening to you. In fact, if you don't even have a mailing list, then this is definitely applying to you. You're not sending enough emails with your offer in them. And I know this is going to resonate for some of you. So I hope that helps about the reframe. Masterclass offer should be two paths, two, two parts of the same path. Okay? Gotta let people know what you do. Let's go to common mistake number three that is keeping your business small. You are treating your followers like they are strangers. How do I get around this one? First, let's illustrate it. Okay? I'm not sure who decided that social media is the place for people to lurk and to watch and to stalk you in a completely public way and there's nothing that you can do or say about it. In fact, you are actively discouraging yourself from even talking to them. It's as if, the way that I like to picture it, it's as if I have all of you guys who are watching this right now, it's as if I have you right here in my living room. Like you guys are sitting here in that chair and on the floor and in a beanbag. You guys are here and I'm talking to you. I'm sharing these little gold nuggets of wisdom with you, but I'm not allowed to talk to you. You are supposed to come into my house, sit down. I'm supposed to just deliver content as if you were not here. And then you get up and you leave and you walk out the door and I'm not even allowed to say hi to you. That's what treating your followers like strangers feels like. That's what most people do. Most people are afraid of. This is something that you're probably thinking yourself. How are you supposed to create a community if you're not even talking to your followers? That is something you got to snap out of and start creating community with the people who are following you right now. Just this past week, I had one of my clients tell me, Ina, my followers are mostly friends and family. Friends, family, and other coaches who are trying to sell me something. How am I supposed to create community? And I told her, hold that, hold, hold that thought for a second. I shared my screen. This was all over Zoom. I shared my screen and I pulled up her Instagram account. Who She has 2,500 followers. And I started going from the top down of her follower list to prove to her that in those 2,500 people, there are more than just family, friends, and people who want to sell you something. And we found a couple. We found a, like just in the first 10 that I went to, we found a couple that did not meet that criteria at all. So you gotta, th th this, this, this misconception, number three, that you're treating your followers like strangers is because you're making so many assumptions about them. And you have no business making assumptions about people. Your only job is to get to know them better. Okay? So let's go to common mistake number four, which is my first bonus mistake, right? Because I was here trying to make a list of three, but I ended up with a list of five. So here are your two extra bonus most common mistakes. Number four. And this is one that I see a lot. You are not routinely in touch 
with your ideal client. You could write down a list of five people right now because I've seen people do it. You could write down a list of five people right now that you know personally or that you know from online that you know you could help. People who meet your ideal client criteria all day long. But you're not talking to them. They're not a part of your life. You're not hearing their concerns. You're not hearing their struggles. You're not engaging them in conversation. For some reason, you're just posting to a blob of an audience that you don't really know who they are and what they're doing, right? Instead of talking to these five real people that you know you could help. Why are you so afraid of helping people? They're there. They need your help. Why are we so scared of them? Because it's so much comfortable to talk to a blob where we don't see faces, where we don't see a set of eyes looking at us, where we don't see or hear people's concerns. It's so much easier to just come online and just talk to nobody when you could be talking to actual people. So that is one thing that I've seen way too often and that you're probably doing right now and that is ignoring those ideal clients that are already there in your life. You're not even talking to them. That's a very common mistake. Finally, the final big bow on the top of these common mistakes that you're probably making is that over the past couple of years, you have been investing in programs, coaches, courses, and you haven't seen that return on investment. And that has made you very shy about investing in the right things. And that is probably one of the worst and most common mistakes of all, that you have dropped a whole bunch of money on something that you didn't need at the time, that you didn't know if it was going to work for you at the time or not. And that has made you shy about investing in the right things today. And that is probably going to keep you down for the rest of the year if it's not addressed right away. Okay, and I'm going to tell you because I'm speaking from experience, this happened to me. And I'm going to tell you once I realized what I was doing and I started to take the steps to remediate it, I went from making the most money I had ever made in my business in 2020, but getting to keep negative thousands of dollars of that money because I was investing so heavily on things that I didn't really need at the time. I went from that to in 2021, making about 25% less money. I had a new offer I was introducing, totally normal, but I got to keep 30% profits of it. This big mistake that I'm telling you about, about right now is not small potatoes. This is what is going to help you grow in your business and put your money where it belongs. So I went from investing in everything and falling for, for every deadline out there, right? I see an amazing coach that I follow, that I love, and I see that they're promoting their program, and I see that their program is about to increase price by this date, so I need to get in on that now. I wasn't even thinking, do I actually need that right now or not? I was thinking, I need to buy it now in case I need it later in case I can use it later. That's what I was thinking. And I ended up invested in like something like something crazy, like seven different programs at once, right? Where some of them were just like, 
I hadn't even cracked module one yet. I wasn't even doing that. Because it's not what I needed. It's not what my business needed. I ended up spending all of this money on something I didn't need. And that, when I came into 2021, it gave me the, the, the impression that, oh my God, Ina, I need to stop buying things. You just need to stop investing altogether. So I did that for several months. I'm like, I'm not investing in anything. I'm dropping everything. I'm not doing anything. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Cold turkey, just quitting investing altogether. And then something beautiful happened. The opportunities that I needed to take advantage of at the moment started presenting themselves, right? And it's because I had spent the past six months thinking and really analyzing what are the things that I needed in my business right now. I'm going to give you a great example and I'm going to give her an amazing shout out because everybody should know who she is, right? Um, Last year, when I started doing my regular master classes again, I had a great pitch, right? A, A great deck, a great slide deck that I was about to pitch again in the next master class. And I wasn't planning on changing anything on it. I, I mean, it worked, it got me clients, I'm going to use exactly the same thing again. And that's when I realized that I had reached a plateau in my level of knowledge on selling, right? I knew that if there's nothing I can think of to make this pitch better, I am going to need some help because I do, I'm very highly motivated to increase my conversions, to make this the best masterclass that I can. So guess what I did? I got the help of a coach who specializes in the psychological aspect of selling. And everybody should go follow her right now on Instagram. Her name is Nora Noel Brown. And I bought her package. I said, I need your eyes on my pitch and I need you to help me make it better. And by the time that I was done with all of her feedback on my deck, it was a work of art and it was so much better than what I had before. So that's when I realized when it's a good time to invest. A good time to invest is when you have reached, when you have been able to match your execution level with your knowledge. It's not a lottery ticket to invest with someone. It's not like just because I'm close to that person, things are magically going to start happening. You are the CEO. You're the one doing the things. So if there is something that you feel like, you know what? I've been doing this all year and things are not getting better. Clearly, I'm missing something. That's a great time to invest in that thing that you think you need, right? That thing that you think you need. So at this point, I decided that the best thing I can do for you who are in that spot that you're shy about investing at this point, you're not sure exactly what your next step is because you've been doing the same things for the past six months and it's not working. That is where my Get Clients First program comes in. And it's perfect because it's not a $5,000 investment that you're going to try and then you have a payment plan for the next 12 months and you don't even know if it's going to work. It's a membership for only $200 a month. You get to try all of my techniques and you get to try all of my methods and you get to see what everybody else is doing in the community and you get to see the behind the scenes of what I do and I get to show you how to monetize a tiny audience and it's not the huge investment that you've been making with everybody else it's something you actually get to try and see if it works for you and it's for the right price so if you're interested in hearing more about that 
go to getclientsmembership.com to find out more about what Get Clients First is and what we do. And I just told you how much it is and what is it that you get out of it. That's how I created my program based thinking of you in mind. So why don't we recap these five common mistakes because I want you to stop doing them right now. Number one, you are waiting until you have a larger audience to make an offer. Number two, you're not sending nearly enough emails with your offer. Number three, you're treating your followers like they are strangers. Number four, you're not routinely in touch with your ideal client. And number five, you're no longer investing in a meaningful way because you've been burned in the past. And this year, it's time to change that all around. And we have here a live message from Erika. Erika is inside our Get Clients First program. She says, yes, this advice is gold. Once I started using this advice, I started to rid myself of the pressure of the follow and follow back. I started to follow people who I truly wanted to have a dialogue with. That is our engaging with their audience meaningfully. Thank you so much for that, Erika. So... I really hope to see you guys in my next masterclass. It's happening very soon. Go to tinyaudiencemasterclass.com. Even if you're listening on the podcast, go to that link because it's going to tell you when the next masterclass is coming. And this is where I get to teach you how to turn your followers into clients when you have a small audience. That's what I've been able to do. I made it to six figures without cracking a thousand followers. You can do that too. So go and sign up now and I will see you there. Thank you so much for listening. You know that part in this episode that made you go, oh my God, I need to write that down. I want to know what that was. So go over to Instagram and find me at your engagement coach and send me a DM. I want to hear it. And if your business bestie is missing out on all of these juicy strategies, make sure to take a screenshot of the episode and share it to your stories. Remember to tag me so that I can thank you personally for all your support. I'll see you on the next episode.